Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. Three incidents in Gaza resulted in the unfortunate loss of nine IDF soldiers, Rahman al-Litzlan, with eight others sustaining injuries. The majority of casualties occurred during an episode involving explosive material near the Hamas rocket manufacturing facility at Al-Burij. The IDF had uncovered this facility, which was partially underground and partially above ground. During the incident, the truck transporting explosive material intended for the destruct destruction of aspects of the Hamas manufacturing facility was involved. The cause of the explosion remains unknown and investigations are ongoing to determine whether it resulted from a technical error or if a delayed booby trap was triggered. Amid growing concerns in the U.S. regarding the conflict in the Gaza Strip and Israel's northern border, senior Israeli officials held discussions with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on Tuesday, January 9th. Blinken, on his fifth visit since the October 7th Hamas massacre, met with President, Israeli President Yitzhak Herzog, Foreign Minister Israel Katz, and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in Tel Aviv. Additional meetings are scheduled with Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, War Cabinet Minister Benny Gantz, heads of Israel, Israel's intelligence agencies, the entire War Cabinet, and families of hostages held by Hamas. The IDF uncovered the location where the Hamas group produced its long-range rockets, which have been utilized in recent years to target Israeli cities alongside the Gaza Strip. Troops from the 188th Armored Brigade and Golani Infantry Brigade operating in the Burij camp of central Gaza over the past week identified what the IDF described as, quote, a terror stronghold of weapons production. The Hamas site spanning approximately a kilometer and a half, at least one mile, along Salah al-Din Road in Burij, constitutes the largest rocket manufacturing plant discovered in the Gaza Strip. Notably, these sites were situated within the vicinity of Salah al-Din, initially utilized as a humanitarian route for Palestinians during the early stages of the conflict to move from northern Gaza to the south. Monday evening, January 8th local time, the Gaza Strip launched a barrage of rockets and Israel's Iron Dome system intercepted several of them. In response, Hamas's military wing, Al-Qassam Brigade, claimed on social media platform Telegram that they targeted Tel Aviv with rockets in retaliation for alleged massacres against civilians. Fortunately, there are no reports of casualties at this time. The IDF also confirmed on Tuesday, January 9th, that a Hezbollah drone originating from Lebanon targeted the Northern Command headquarters in Safed. Fortunately, no injuries were reported in connection with the attack. Video footage depicts smoke emanating from a parking lot within the base, and a nearby building incurred minor damage. Hezbollah, based in Lebanon, confirmed on Monday, January 8th, that Wissam al-Tawil, a senior commander, was killed in southern Lebanon. According to three security sources, he and another operative died in an Israeli strike that targeted their car. The incident adds to the es escalating tensions along the Israel-Lebanon border, with concerns that the ongoing Israel-Hamas conflict might spark another conflict in the region. Since Hamas initiated an attack on southern Israel in, in October, daily exchanges of fire between Hezbollah terrorists and Israeli forces have occurred. The death toll in Lebanon has reached at least 175, including 130 
confirmed Hezbollah terrorists. While northern Israel has reported nine soldiers and four civilians killed Echwan al-Utzlan, with thousands evacuated from border communities due to the ongoing fighting. Hezbollah heavily armed non-state, quote, military force, shares support from Iran with its ally Hamas to continue its clashes have raised fears over a broader conflict involving Israel and Iranian-backed troops. Semashine, head of the Iran, Iran program at the Institute for National Security Studies, emphasized Hezbollah's capabilities, describing them as, quote, 10 times more than Hamas. While an all-out war is deemed unlikely, Shina noted that if it were to occur, Israel would face a stronger fighting force from, from Hezbollah than Hamas. The recent killing of Hezbollah's senior commander follows the death of a senior Hamas commander earlier in Beirut. In response, Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah vowed retaliation, emphasizing the need to protect Lebanon from Israeli attacks. Israel in turn reiterated its readiness to escalate military operations against Hezbollah to address the perceived threat from across the border. The situation remains tense, with Israeli Foreign Minister Israel Katz acknowledging the killing of Al-Tawil as part of the ongoing conflict. Israel warned of potential further escalation, stating that the current conditions in the north are intolerable and calling on Hezbollah to withdraw or face increased military action. Number 2 Chaos ensued at Chabad World Headquarters, located at 770 Eastern Parkway in Crown Heights, New York, on Monday afternoon, January 8th, disrupting the davening and learning that take place there around the clock. The trigger? A cement truck. The truck showed up on Union Street behind Lubavitch World Headquarters with the apparent assignment to fill up an underground tunnel that ran from the main shul to the now closed mikveh building next door. Bachram, mostly from Israel and wearing mishachist yarmulkes and pins, responded with fury. They have been reportedly behind the digging of the tunnel, claiming it was to expand 770 visited by residents and visitors on a daily basis. They proceeded to tear down the iconic wooden panels that wrapped the walls of the main shul. They then tore down wooden beams and used what appeared to be a hammer to break the shul's brick walls. The result is a very visible opening from the main shul to the tunnel. Officers of the NYPD were seen entering 770 to survey the developments, but did not make arrests. The main shul of 770 has long been the subject of a legal dispute between Agudas Chasidei Chabad, Merkos L'Inyani Chinuch and Congregation Lubavitch Incorporated over who is the rightful owner of the 770-788 Eastern Parkway complex. Bachram have long had free reign in the main shul, even violently barring some people from entering. Around two hours later, the NYPD did indeed enter the base medrash and made a few arrests. Although the crowd grew unruly, the NYPD responded with professionalism, making arrests and putting an end to the situation. Number three. On Monday, January 8th, an explosion rocked a historic hotel in Fort Worth, Texas, causing extensive, extensive damage, injuring 21 individuals and leaving one person in critical condition, according to local authorities. The blast shattered windows, strewn large sections of debris across downtown streets, and resulted in doors and parts of the building's walls being flung onto the road. Rescue crews found several individuals trapped in the hotel's basement, with 15 people transported to hospitals, including six in, quote, semi-critical condition, as reported by MedStar, Fort Worth's emergency medical services provider. At the time of the incident, more than two dozen rooms at the Sandman Signature Hotel 
were occupied, and officials sus suspect a gas leak is the cause of the explosion. The hotel was reportedly undergoing construction, contributing to the severity of the incident. The explosion occurred during the afternoon at the beginning of the work week. Eyewitnesses described the aftermath as, aftermath as chaotic, with debris, insulation, and office furniture scattered across the streets. Charlie Collier, who was working nearby, recounted seeing a large flash and hearing what resembled thunder. The Sandman Signature Hotel, located one block from the Fort Worth Convention Center in a bustling downtown area, sustained significant damage. News helicopters captured footage of firefighters navigating through the piles of debris, including drywall, shattered glass, and twisted metal. Authorities issued warnings to the public to avoid the affected area. The hotel's proximity to the convention center and its busy surroundings heightened the impact of the explosion. Craig Trojak, a spokesperson for the Fort Worth Fire Department, mentioned that a restaurant in the building was under construction, although it remains unconfirmed that this was the specific location of the blast. Witnesses described hearing a loud crack and witnessing a wall of dust and debris sweeping through the city streets, illustrating the disarray caused by the incident. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.